We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcast. I'm your host, Carlo Navas, and with me today is producer, co-founder, Mr. Brian Goins. What it do? We have our Saucy Nuggets insider, Mr. Lefty Leif. Yo, peace, love, and positivity. What up, bro? It's been so long. Leif, it's been a minute, dude. Yes, I'm happy to be back. Welcome back. And of course, our professional screw-up, Alex Toledo. Yep. Screwing up behind the scenes and in front of the scenes all day, every day. That's what I do. That's what he does, man. Selling me out for Art Basel, you know, the usual. <laughs> yep. so I chose uh, working Lyft and Uber over hanging out with you. <laughs> so bad at me. Oh, my God. You know, D-Wade was throwing a party at Basel. And I had no idea. Like, how did this slip by me that he's doing something with with uh, with Trick Daddy and they're, like, playing Ross? And I was like, what the hell? Like, how did I miss that? It was, like, a block away from me. I was so, I was so mad I, I couldn't you're, go. You're surprised you didn't get invited to a Dwayne Wade <laughs> party? No, I don't know. Like, I'm surprised that I didn't know it was happening. Like, I would have bought tickets. I would have. It looked fun. What do you think? You could just, anybody could just go? I don't know. I, there were a lot of people there. It was huge. It was, like, enormous. And like, I don't know. I would, I would have tried to see what I could do. You, like, you wanted to be credentialed, didn't you? No, I just, I want to get drunk and, like, have a party with Dwayne. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to work. But was Dwayne actually there? Or was just Dwayne was there. Him? Dwayne was there. He was dancing. Lisa, Lisa Joseph was there. Of course he was there. Miami was the place to be this weekend. Who else was there? How many celebrities were there? Because I know Leo was there. Who else was there? Kanye was in town. Kanye did something at a church. Oh, yeah. What, would, what was, was that odd. all about? Yeah, I don't know. Um, he, I'm still not sure if that was like a, like, like a real thing or an internet thing. Like, I'm, no, I'm no, still no, looking that at those pictures. I know somebody who, who goes to that church and, and he did ask. Was there. Is that, did he do that Voos? Voos? Yes, yes, yes. 
No Jesus. way. Yep. That's the one right there by Winwood, right? Yep. All right. That's enough about Kanye, please. That's enough about Kanye. That's enough about our Basil. Uh, we will not. We are not going to tape bananas to walls. Uh, but we are going to apologize to Tyler Hero. Um, <laughs> boy, boy, we have to eat that one, guys. Uh, as a show, I feel like we were the loudest about the pick. Like we do. So for those of you who don't know, every year for the draft or when the Heat have a lottery pick, we we like to do a live draft show. Because it's fun, right? Like, getting live, raw reactions of the picks are fun. Like, we just – we're fans, right? We love the team. We, we're, we're passionate. I'm not – I don't like the draft. Like, I don't like college basketball, and I don't really like evaluating prospects because I feel like – I don't know. I don't really know what's going on. Like, people like Jack Alfonso, Brian's super into draft analysis, the Caius's, Alex. Like, everybody's, like, super, super duper into it when the Heat have a lottery pick. Um and we were really harsh on Tyler this year. Like, we were super harsh uh, when they picked him because uh, Nikias wanted P.J. Washington. <laughs> and uh, who was the guy who fell to Memphis? Brandon Clark. Uh, yeah, Brandon Clark. Super, uh, Nikias Seku. wanted Seku, though. That was, like, his – who he really, 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 really wanted. Yeah. Brian yeah, wanted it was funny. So it was bad. funny because I remember, like, early that season, I wanted the Heat to lose so many games. We were all – I was for the tank, at least. And, like, I remember so I was kind of, like, conflicted during that game winner against Golden State. Like, because I really wanted to lose that game. That oh, why would you even time. say that again? Yeah, that's no. unforgivable. Now, obviously, in hindsight, like that made like great. six moments we got, we, T-shirts. We, like Jesus, that 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 paid for Dwayne's contract. <laughs> that shot. No, I feel like they got. I feel like they got a ton of value from that contract. What are you? All the jerseys. Uh, all the, the vice marketing campaign. They're still selling them. Those last that last home <laughs> game, especially. I'm surprised that Dwayne hasn't come out to like right. model the, the powder blue uh, vices and just try to try to sell those. They got so much value from those from Wait. Dwayne Wade that Riley should get executive of the year. For has he, <laughs> he hasn't been to a Heat home game, has he? Way to vet minimum just for the, you know, the, what they got in, in return. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's we have, honestly we haven't, genius. We haven't seen him in a Heat home game, have we? Yet? He I might don't I, think I, so. Not if he comes to LeBron. I mean, he maybe comes to the LeBron game. I mean, he's in, he, I don't know if he's still in town, uh, but that might be fun. Calabasas Dwayne. You hate to see it. I have a question. And like I, I this is like dead ass, like me being a fan. Do you think that if they're like hot, like going into the playoffs, and maybe they need another ball handler? No. There's a no let's hear me out. On Dwayne's Instagram, something comes up and it's like the encore curtain call or something, whatever he does. Dude. I'm asking, I'm I'm asking the question. One more dance. Save all this fantasy stuff for your anime channel, like, please. I, I'm asking, like, would we be in on that? Because, like, hell yeah. Well, of course, of course. we're in on it. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. <laughs> like, if but they're fucking two seasons. That'd be like, the biggest like, load management of all time. Oh, my God. It'd be so genius. He just comes back. We need to manage all of our loads if that happens. <laughs> they need to be sure that they're good, though. Like, they can't do that. Pause. Wait, wait, wait. That's a big pause right there, Alex. <laughs> Write that down. Write that down. No, but I, I feel like we like purposely um, veered off because we haven't fully apologized to Tyler Hero. Man, I like I, I made a little something we're going to play in a second. But like Nikias is not here. Nikias actually wrote a great piece for 5reasonsports.com, uh, kind of issuing his own formal apology in print today. So check that out. Read it. He calls himself out in a way. Honestly, like shout out to him, man. Like for him as a very respected basketball writer just to call out all his really bad takes is just great. And for the guys, the guys who allows to poke fun out of is, is awesome. But yeah, we are like super hard on him. We called them alligator arms, T-Rex arms. We didn't want 
a guy that small, we didn't see the point. Uh, why, why would they get another guard? They had a log jam at guard. Low upside. Uh, that was my big one. <laughs> we even had on a draft expert, uh, Brad, what was the guy's name that, that we had on? Uh, Cole Zwicker, I think. Yeah, yeah, Cole Zwicker um, from Game Theory, I think, was this is a podcast he does with Bassini. And, um, and he, like, barely even touched on Tyler. Like, we went through, like, all the major prospects, and this guy is, like, bang, bang, rat-a-tat-tat. Like, he's, like, awesome. He's, like, the basketball milk hyper. Right, like he's like belting him out, like he knows everything, and we didn't even like touch on Tyler. Uh, they pick him, we react, and uh, this is kind of our raw draft reactions uh, compared to what is actually reality. I, if I you think... take Tyler Hero, what team do we start covering instead? Oh, all right, I'm starting Hawksby. I like don't understand why people like him. I he's not a great shooter. He's don't like Luke Kennard. If Luke Kennard was bad. Out to Hero for three. Yes! With seven seconds left. Finishing numbers were not good. So you're not going to be expecting him to like beat somebody off the dribble and take it in, you know, the, to the basket too often. Nice move. And finish. Tyler Hero. Hey, how is he going to stay on the floor in a heat rotation? I'm a keeper. You're going to love that rookie. I would feel so much better about the hero pick if like his arms weren't shorter than like his not like he has alligator arms. Austin Rivers loses the ball to Hero. Hero has help. A three-on-one break. Leif is so sad in their chat. He's like, that pick was such a bummer. Out to Hero for the three! Yes! He did it again! We got Tyler Harrow. He's, he like he does I don't even know if he realizes he's just twisting the knife. I don't even know what the best part of that. I think it's me. <laughs> I don't know how he can stay on the floor in a heat rotation. Cause like I believed in Dion waiters or something. That was unbelievable. I mean, I remember that I was like, gross. This was just such a letdown anticlimactic. And now you see what he's doing. Oh my gosh. Alex, what's your favorite? Definitely Jack's line of, uh, you know, he's Luke Kennard. If he wasn't that good or whatever he said. <laughs> If Luke Kennard was bad, I believe is what he said. We are, we are not smarter than Pat, Andy, Adam, Simon, and Slow. the bunch. Check camera. Oh, and clearly so- we're not as smart as that, that Scott with Brian dude because he called he called Tyler Hero the next Luca a while ago. Luca's out, Hero's out here getting to that step back just like Luca. You know, just like last year. He's only 19. Oh, my God. Yeah, Luca's only 20. He's averaging 28 per game. Tyler Hero is like if Steph Curry and Klay Thompson merged. He's like, honestly, he's like if JJ Redick like could shoot better off the dribble. Devin Booker with culture. <laughs> yes, that's how you do it, G. That's how you do it. How do you like, not get it right now. That's what we missed, dude. Devin Booker with culture. Name of the episode. <laughs> I mean, it's just a fact. He's. I don't know. I I can't believe how wrong we are. And, you know, the funny thing is we did this with Bam, too. So it's like we should have known going into this that, like, when they made the pick, we should have just trusted it. They always maximize these guys and egg on our face in a great way. In the best way. Like, it's like if you're going to be wrong, we have to be that kind of wrong. We have to call him Luke Kennard and start Hawks beat when the Hawks have – what have they lost, 12 straight games? They're – Trey Young is begging for help, and we wanted to do Hawks beat because of the Tyler Hero pick. 
Atlanta is only two games above is two games above the Knicks right now. That's how bad they are. And Jimmy loves them. And that's just like the other cool, real, like really cool part about it is that you got a cat that a superstar chose to come here. And then uh, coincidentally, we get a guy that he like falls in love with that is draining threes in overtime. Do you see how happy Jimmy was when he hit that three? Like the jumping fist Roared. bump in the air. Yeah. Bro, it's like, like Jimmy, by the way, I know that like it, that was not his best offensive game. Like I know he got to the free throw line a, a bunch, but like, the Bulls were hedging all those pick and rolls, sending two at him. And I was a little surprised on how confused he, like he didn't know how to deal with that. Like he went like the long way around those edges and he would like take the contact and then it would allow, like he looked like a mess. And when he was under the basket, like five Bulls defenders like collapsed on him, gave it to Tyler. And like, he was just so happy for that guy. And it's like, you could tell this team was so close. Like that slam video when, uh, when him, Bam and Jimmy, are, are all talking about like what they spend their money on and stuff. And they're all like, they're all like give each other shit. And like, man, they like, this is like legit. I love this team. Like, it, I don't think I've ever gotten um, as emotionally attached to a group as quickly as this team. Um, even like the, with the big three, obviously like there was more expectations and you're way more excited because it's obviously like national news. We have the heat index. Um, but there's just some part of this because we, we have were waiting for index. it. And um, damn, Leif. That's yeah, they just brought that back to my Ooh, consciousness. My and I just, God. no, like, and so that's what that I mean. could have like, been I don't us, think we guys. Should compare the two had we started this early, we could have been on the heat index. Just felt a pulse of intensity showing oh. through my forehead like Alonzo in his prime. Well, yo, the heat index is coming back in 2021, though. Like, oh. that's, the, that's the cool thing to look <laughs> forward to. Yes. So we'll be but on like, the athletic this time. Truthfully, though, the way these cats get along, the way they play, they share the ball. Everyone's accepting their roles. There's no bitching. There's no moaning. Like Spo obviously looks um, reinvigorated in in ways. Like it's just a really cool season. The way it's broke out so far, winning helps a lot too. Um, I don't think we could have asked for it to go any better. Can we talk about something that I feel like because you just said the the no bitching, no stuff. Like there's certain people that are not playing, uh, and there are certain people that got traded. Uh, there's one guy who was a part of that whole era that we'd like to forget that man has accepted a role that I'm sure he didn't want in a way that man, Goran Dragic, what he has accepted coming off the bench, being leader guy, doing everything he has to win. The team traded him in the summer and the team fell apart for him to come back and say like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to lead these young guys to play with Jimmy, to play my best ball, to do whatever coach says, man, like that is, like embodiment of the culture, like that yeah. guy. Honestly, it, I want him. I want him to retire here. Like I love that guy. Actually, if you've been paying attention, it's written on page seven of the How to Be a Lifer Handbook. <laughs> um, so that is uh, that's Goran Dragic. I mean, like, Alonzo Dwayne faces the franchise. I'm off the bench. Does Dragic gets, gets his uh, jersey retired if he stays another two three years? I don't think so. If well, they, like when if they, they went back to back in 21 and 22, like if he's a part of that bench unit, there's a Tony Parker esque moment, you know, in the finals maybe, but they should hang, they should hang his Jersey in the Raptors in 2028 after they get Luke as a free agent, because they've had Dragic on their books <laughs> for so long after Gore's he retired. On the coaching staff, man. Gore's on the coaching staff. Gore's, oh man. That's do you, genius. Do you, guys think, you think Luca and Giannis are going to fit together? I mean, of course, man. Lucas, Lucas becoming a good shooter, you know. They can play. Oh my pick god! I'm gonna be so mad if that happens in Dallas. Like, 
No, that, don't even say is that. Is that going to be what it is? That's going to be like the 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 new version of the Dallas Heat rivalry. Oh my is god! Fighting for for Luca and Giannis. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the, man. This, this is what happens with, with G, man. I start to get to fantasize. We, we, we go in places. Yeah, no, dude. I I love Gora. I don't think they retire his jersey. Like I think that yeah, like, no. they're gonna have I to agree. make Giannis, and I think that that's. I mean, they I really, they thought that they traded him. They wanted to trade him. Like, their preferred it was, it was package done. included it. It was it done. Was done. <laughs> so, um, it's more cool the way he's accepted it. But I think there's no doubt that the Heat found him expendable in that moment. And you could see why. Obviously, he's been awesome this year. But um, they have a lot of confidence in that K.Nun guy. I, I know, like, and this is going to make it tricky in the offseason. Because, like, as a, as a fan who loves that guy, I want him here but I know that none's going to be a cheaper version of him, right? Like, I think that that's what they envision. They envision none as that kind of score off the bench to kind of fill that Dragic role. Um, but I, they're, they're going to try like hell to get him on a one-year deal to try to roll him over to 2021 and say, we'll figure something out. But it's going to be difficult if he gets Brian, can they off can him. they do like what the Raptors did with Lowry where they like offer that extension for a year? Can they do that or no? I'm putting you on the if spot they, with this like weird cap offer question. extension now. I like you know how like Kyle got that extension so that he expires in 2021. I believe that if he do does that an extension, it can't it can't be a one year extension. It has to be a multiple year extension. Okay, yeah, because I, I know that you they wouldn't want to do that anyway because it would have to be at a percentage increase of his current salary, and you don't yeah. want to pay him that. I think those just uh, if they do bring him back, I think it'll be like on a one year. Probably close to twenty that. million. Can you year. keep your bird rights for that? Like, if I if he signs a one year, would he keep the yeah. bird rights after that yeah, year? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's so the then idea. maybe they can. Technically, he'd be on a um, he'd be on a contract where he would have to um agree to a trade because he'd be a one year um early and what's it called? One year. It's a bird option on his contract that if the Heat resigned to one year, he has the right to kind of veto a trade if he doesn't want to go there. The You're same no right Albert. that Wayne Ellington Let's just had get that out there. when they resigned him. Would, would how would you feel about like a three for thirty six? No, in the summer you can't. They're gonna need. Every, they're gonna need every space. single. They're gonna need every single million. Brian is if right. They want to give max contract. They're just. They they're sitting in just I, the spot where they can keep everybody and then get one max under there. With I, a I think their one. ideal option is that they just sign to a one year kind of a balloon contract. Um, yeah, one year deal for like almost twenty twenty million dollars, and then I think their intention is to you know sign that max player, whoever it be, whether it be Giannis, uh, Victor Oladipo, or they make a trade, um, and then they use that mid level exception and then bring him back on the mid level. I mean, the good thing is is that they're gonna have Hero under like this really rookie friendly yeah. team control contract, right? So like, if he's gonna be if he projects like what we think he can be, like that's going to be huge because you're going to have an elite offensive player, cheap, right? Oh, they're light years ahead. They got they got these value guys between Bam and Hero, <laughs> so tanking Dude, really. Bam's going to be expensive pretty soon. This Bam is, is going to be super expensive. Bam's going to be a max player. And Duncan Robinson and Chris Silva. You have all these guys in the pipeline, but Hero oh, will be God. starting. Duncan Robinson's contract's up in 2021. If Hero doesn't start. This season, he will enter next season unquestionably as the starter, and it makes it interesting because it, it it's the it makes justice fit next to Jimmy even better if Hero develops in that way. And otherwise, like you see that they've started to put the ball in his hands when Justice was out and Jimmy was so gassed and had no legs at the end there. Like 
Tyler did get to handle a little bit. So I don't know if that's something that they really try to focus on so that they can really slide any interchangeable part uh, as, you know, another player next to Jimmy mm-hmm. and Hero in the starting lineup. I, I want still think the like, team needs another point guard. Yeah, I was going to kind of piggyback on what Brian said. Like, I think that with these injuries to Justice and Goron, those are what, your second and third best ball handlers, right? So, like, all that pressure, I think it became really clear that outside of those three main guys, Jimmy, Goron, and, and Justice, they're really thin on guys that you trust with the ball, right, to, like, make plays for everybody. Because none is not really that kind of playmaker. No. I mean, they let JJ bring the ball up almost every time for a season and a half. Like he like literally initiated so much of the offense and he's not even getting in the game. It's unbelievable. And honestly, like, I think that, I think that's by design. And I think that at times they could probably use that body defensively. Um, But I just think that Lakers, that'll be, that'll be the test if he plays. That'll be the test to see if Spo and like I, I we've talked about this before when Spo used to bring out old Jamal McGlure only for Andrew Bynum, right? So maybe JJ is like his a case like this LeBron emergency. Uh, but if they don't have Justice and Goron for that game, that's gonna be tricky. Like you're they're gonna for if sure. If they don't have Justice, Spo, I'm sorry, you're gonna have to play James Johnson, man. <laughs> Alex, what's what's the latest on those injuries? On those you know? injuries? Who who, yeah. who are we talking about? Justice, Justice and Goron? Yeah. I have no clue. They're, they're already <laughs> reporting live from the American Airlines Arena. Alex. You know, I got you. Um, they are already out for the next game. I would, if I had to, if you're telling me what do I have to say today, I would say they actually both missed the Laker game as well. I think Goran for sure. Goran. Well, yeah, that there's no doubt about that. Goran is probably going to be out at least another week and a half. Um, oh, sucks. Uh, maybe past Christmas, but what does he um, have? I don't know. Justice. I feel like it's going to be one more game that they give them before they get him back on the court, which makes it an especially daunting task. But if JJ doesn't see the floor, then he is officially buried. Like I, I don't see another way that he could be useful if they can't play him in that game. Like unless maybe Derek Jones Jr. gets hurt and then like they really have no options, but, and, and but I mean, and the fact that they can even throw out like these rotational guys that are like quality despite injuries to really good, like two really good players, like, that's a testament to how deep they are. Like, yeah. How much fun is it that like, we're not even talking about bam last night yeah, and right? then like, go look at the box score and I'm not a box score watcher. Cause we know what, you know, we say about those guys, but like he had a great game and we're not even really talking about it because of the way hero played in the, in the overtime and the way Jimmy distributed to him down the stretch. It's just every element of this team has been so much fun. Even the scoreless Myers Leonard Knights. So yeah, Bam, let 21 points, you. 13 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 steals, and 1 block. Bam is a star! And he had his career high to ignite before that. No ceiling. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves by saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry honey, Kyle Lowry just didn't have a good game today, I'm not really feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about, with a real doctor who can prescribe you real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. The doctor will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and most importantly, discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to roman.com slash bluewire and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be a tough thing to tackle. 
but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a real doctor to take care of it. Just get to roman.com slash bluewire to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's getroman.com slash bluewire for a free visit to get started. Getroman.com slash bluewire. Let me ask you guys something. Yeah. I was I was uh, I was kind of thinking out loud on Twitter. Remember when you called them poor man's clink apology? I remember. I sure do. I listen, I was That was like I, a couple months ago. I <laughs> That was a, that was yeah. cool. You were really yeah. Do another montage for that. I wasn't I wasn't down on him. I just didn't. Man, I didn't. Ex- I didn't expect this. I mean, who the hell could have? At I mean, this point, you, we've been more wrong about Bam than Hero because Bam is like this the is real well, deal. Not we. Not we. No, no, it's, it's me. It's it's like me. I just like literally three weeks ago, G was like meh on on Bam. <laughs> it is bad. He's a defensive player of the year candidate. He's like. He he found Jokic's ball skills that he lost for like, like it's crazy against the lace point. He's having games last night where he's throwing up 20, 13, and six or whatever his stat line was. And we're like, eh, wow, like we didn't even we didn't even really notice it. Know. We would have freaked out over that stat. We're line. like, that hero kid has a ton of culture. <laughs> <laughs> like, we would have freaked out over that stat line a year ago. We would have freaked out. <laughs> I mean, we freak out over Chris Silva eight and eight. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we'll freak out over anything. We haven't even well, talked about Jimmy Butler winning Player of the Week. Yes. Wow. The triple double machine doing it all, even impacting games in crazy ways, and he's not even shooting the ball well. Just wait until he goes through one of those stretches where he like averages twenty nine a game for twelve games straight. Um, like that's gonna come at some point, and he's being so impactful game um, night after night, whether it's passing, whether it's defense, it just. That's like another reason why this team has became um, so emo- like you get emotionally attached to them because it's such an identity filled team of heat. Like just like I, it reminds me of 96, 97 kind of stuff, like showing my age. Big time. <laughs> they're, they're a piece away. Like they're absolutely a piece away. I think like a star, like a like a like a number two. away. <laughs> Blake Griffin. I'm not, I'm not no. big on Blake, but, hold no. on. but before we go there, I, I want to kind of touch on Bam because I was thinking about I was thinking about this out loud on Twitter the other day, and I was thinking about Bam and the All Star team. So I have these are the guys that I have like as a total lock to make the All Star team: Giannis, Butler, Kemba, Siakam, Embiid, Kyrie. I don't think right? Kyrie's on Will there. Kyrie or not? be eligible? I don't even know what's up with his injury. To I mean, honest. he's averaging he's averaging twenty eight a game, and the fans are going to vote him in. Yeah, like, he'll get voted. Vote, in. He's going to get. Ben Simmons get voted in? Does he get that many votes? Mm-hmm. I haven't looked I at these know. kinds of. I things. had I had Ben on the bubble. I had Ben in the Bam Tatum. Well, he certainly doesn't deserve to make it. It's more about if he would just get voted in. I don't know if he'd get voted in. I think like probably Kyrie, Jimmy, Giannis, Embiid are like the guys that get voted, and maybe Trey Young. You think he's? Um, I don't think he. His, his team's bad. I don't think he'll get voted, and his team's not good. I think Simmons is going to make it in from the coaches. Simmons, Middleton, Sabonis, uh, Brogdon, Van Vliet, Blake Griffin, Kevin Love, Beal, Lowry, Bam, Tyler Hero. That that's the group I have. So like six, like we get we get twelve. What are you laughing at? I'd say Beal and Simmons for sure. I think Beal Simmons for sure. I think Tatum gets in. Then it's Sabonis versus Bam. Well, Sabonis or Brock. Brock, Brock does hurt, so I guess it depends on how much he plays. I think that Indiana will get one. Sabonis will get in. Like Sabonis or Brogdon will have one to of those, get in. Yeah. 
But it should be Sabonis. Sabonis has been awesome. Like, like, uh, not that we're going to turn this into a Pacers podcast, but he gets like three assists a game and more rebounds and more points. Um, so and he's just as young, I think. He's been very, very good. Yeah. Um. So you take him over Bam in the in the All Star roster? Maybe this year, but I rather have Bam long term because of his defense. That's actually a hot take, Leif. So okay, so you so we're we're taking. For sure, Beal Simmons, right? No, you don't think that Beal and Simmons are going to make it? No, no, I think that they may make it, but I, if we're talking about my my opinion, I don't believe Ben Simmons has played to the level of an All Star. I don't either. That's why I put him on the bubble. But I mean, he had that really good game against the Raptors, and then the game before he had a really good game. So he's he's like he's gone two in a row that he's played really well. Middleton, I think, will get in because the Bucks' record is just overwhelming. I know I, I had the that. same reaction. I don't really like it either. Um, and then you have either Van Vliet or Lowry. It's hard I to think... talk about this because a lot of these guys have missed time too, so we don't know like what's Bam going on. Bam hasn't missed a game. No, I'm not talking about Bam. I'm talking about no, like, Middleton's like... missed time. Blake's missed time. Like... Kevin Love has missed time. Does that mean Lowry's missed time? Kevin Love yeah. is not going to make it. Yo, Probably Blake not. Griffin is averaging 19, five rebounds, three and a half assists on 41% field goal shooting. Can you guys yeah, please not suggest that Blake Griffin be the guy we trade People for? People are telling me a look at, his, look at his yeah. stats from last year. He was unbelievable last year. Oh, yeah. I know. And that was and he just like came he, back from injury. So the I, tank I'm, is empty. That's it. Oh, man. You're giving out take after take, take this show. I love it. It was a hot take machine. I got really upset because people on Twitter were telling me that Andre Drummond was a better basketball player than Bama Abayo. And I don't know how, like, like he is, I mean, we gave Hassan a lot of stuff for empty calorie stats. There's nobody more empty calorie stats than Andre Drummond. Maybe that, except Hassan Whiteside. Oh no, he's worse than Hassan. <laughs> like, honestly, like, I got to be dead ass with you. Like, Drummond has never, Drummond has been on a team, like, Gee, please, man. that has lost forever. Like, when has that guy ever done, like, like significant things to impact winning. At least Hassan was like a starting center for a really good team. Like Hassan was an anchor defensively for really good defense. What the, the Pistons, hell? when they Drummond? don't have Blake, are maybe the worst team to watch. Just... They're horrible. And this guy puts up 20 and 20 with regularity. And it's like the most meaningless 20 and 20s I've ever seen in my life. Like He's that... going to get traded to Charlotte anyway. But why, why would somebody like who watches basketball say like he's better than Bam? Like on what planet? It's Andre Drummond like the Al Jefferson of the modern NBA. No, nah, man. Big Al was, man, that guy had the cleanest post moves. Don't you remember the Hell big yeah. I actually Bro, like Al- the parallel, though, from what, what Brian is suggesting is that, like, just a guy who can get a lot of stats, but won't. No, nah, but that win. guy was so, I mean, Al was so skilled. Like, man, he used to put anybody yeah, he in the used to, What was the he, playoff series? He used to he's... undress them big three teams, man. I didn't <laughs> want no Al Jefferson. He would have won, like, seven championships in a row in the 1960s. <laughs> Bro, he would have been Wilt. <laughs> With those moves and that hook. <laughs> Who's stopping him? I'm glad that there wasn't Al Jefferson instead of Roy Hibbert. Although maybe it was one of oh, those. Oh man, years. we would have lost two straight years. Let me tell you, a lot of a lot of uh, NBA podcasts are doing like kind of like a look at the decade, and there's always a point when they talk about like the history of the decade. They're like, "Huh, that Roy Hibbert thing, flash in the pan, huh? Oh, Three man. years of him being dominant, and then all of a sudden out of the league. So weird." We could do it. We could do a thing of uh, all decade Heat enemies or Heat killers. Yeah. Roy, man. Roy is in the enemies. Denzel yeah. Valentine's is our heat killer this year. 
You know, I saw somebody on Twitter say, uh, having a conversation with Nikias, saying that the Warriors, if the if the Warriors were the most hated team of the decade, and we're like, excuse you? No. People forget. They don't remember how vile it was. Like, it was just different. Yes. I know that the this is our time now to sit on the porch and just spit. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> we, we this is very true. We do it with I pride. Love it. Like, think of the juxtaposition of this team that we have now. This very lovable underdog team of of really, like, tough players that, like, it's they're kind of the media darling. And everyone's like, huh, the Heat, look at that. Look what they're doing. This is exciting. They're in the power ranking every year, like, every week. You know, it's fun. Compared to what it was in 2010, when everybody on TV is just shitting on the Heat, saying all relishing in every loss against Oklahoma City and Chicago and just, you know, the bump and the crygate and everything and just... Yo, there was no Warriors index, and that's just that. <laughs> no Warriors index. The league has changed. Like, that team changed the league. And we're going to do some stuff in this month, kind of looking retroactively of, of these last 10 years of Heat basketball. But the league has completely changed. And the way that it is today is because of that team. And, like, Blake, people fucking forget. Blake Griffin has negative 6.3 points and Bosch crawled so that these people can run. Okay? <laughs> Got slandered. He Twitter was forged in that fire. These kids don't know, man. These kids don't know. But now we have a fun team. We have a fun, happy-go-lucky, uh, very lovable young team of uh, of rookies, which is weird because they used to, like, the Heat, you'd never, like, dabble in young players. And now they just nailed every single one for the past few years. Remember, guys, they streak. were stuck in mediocrity forever. Oh, my gosh. It's so you know, awful. Lance, I gotta Riley be, I gotta washed, be honest with you. fire him. George Sedano has been on the show, and you have told George Sedano, ESPN on this show that the Heat are going to win a championship before the Sixers. One hundred percent. I I thought I thought at the time. Rev it up, keep like, going. I was sweating and I was like, "Who Leif? I don't know about that, man. I don't know about that." It's so funny and you right mentioned now, that. I thought about that today, and I thought about how we were we will have to we got to go back to George about it. Oh my god! I, if if Leif, if this happens, I mean the gloating. I mean, because every time I look at the Sixers below the heat on the standing, I'm just like, man, they really tank for half a decade. They really tank for like almost like 10 years to, 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 for this. What was it like a, a five year tank that they did? And like they're below the heat on the standings with the Listen, two stars. This is about approaching things with a pure heart and clear scene. Yes. It's like bad karma. I mean, I know Leif knows all about this. It's like bad karma. They get. Two, these two awesome talents, but maybe the two talents who fit with each other the least in Simmons and Embiid. It's like, it's amazing. Like, that's what you get. You get these it's awesome talents, to but maximize. they'll never work together. They're generational. Like, if you watch Simmons play, I mean, like, dude, like, what? How does a guy that size move that way? And Embiid is like Shaq. Yeah, I still have nightmares about Simmons driving through the heat defense in the playoffs. Bro. I gotta be honest with you, that was probably one of the because he didn't do anything against any other team. It was just the heat that he lit up. It was a transition defense, man. I just remember over and over and over again. He was just pummeling them. We needed Danny Green, man. We you think Embiid and Bam Simmons. would be a good combo up front? Wait, who? Embiid and Bam? Oh, yeah. I mean, sure, just good luck scoring on them. I'll just take, I'll take whatever offensive issues come. But That's better than Al Horford. And... I really like Giannis Bam. That's what I like. Oh, that's, yes. what, you know, that's, that's what I'm envisioning. And I see honest. Oh, they're going to be flying around. It's going to be amazing. I, oh my God. Like, you know, and, and um, 
I don't know. I don't know if the Heat are going to be buyers. Like they're good, right? They're, like they're clearly they're a good team. They're they're a very good basketball team. I think that their their schedule has been kind of weird, so it's difficult to really evaluate how good they actually are. Like against good teams, that that Laker game is going to be huge. Uh, I know they're going to be injured, but that's going to be a really huge test for them. The Lakers are playing lights out right now. It's so but hard they, to like make those types of judgments on this team when Justice and Goran aren't out there. And I know you like you said that, Kyle, yo, yeah, but it's they, like they beat we really Milwaukee and Toronto on the road, so they've beaten good teams. Like I mm-hmm. feel like I don't know. I'm not really they're buying not that. The, the only games they've lost are games that you could legitimately have pointed to at the beginning of the year and said that could be a loss. So like, I mean, if they've had no letdown games. I don't know. I'm it's ready so for, weird, right? Uh, that the data has been so mucked up because of the things you're talking about between because of all the back to backs, because of all the injuries, like not only to the Heat players, but like you know that one game where it was uh, where they beat the Bucks in overtime on the road without Jimmy. So yeah. it's just like they're kind of it's so all over the place that it's we haven't. I want to. I would. I can't wait till we see a sample of them against good teams, healthy. Like, yeah. but so they're so much lo- better than we thought. I think that's any everybody's agreeing on that. There's so much, you know, like, so, and some, like, I, I was, we were saying this a little bit before the show, like, if the Heat have a bad week, they could be sixth in the standings. I mean, Indiana's right there, right? But we know that they're good, and they, and they just haven't lost two games in a row. They're just, even last night, right, they're playing this Bulls team that they're clearly much better than. The Heat are undermanned. The Bulls are just doing weird stuff that's, like, throwing them off, and they pull it out, and they've just done that all year. Insane. We keep seeing, I think we just seen like two weeks in a row worth of wins that are have been in the clutch, you know, with under duress. It's been refreshing. That Nets game, the Bulls game, like it's it's yeah. good to see. Them. And now they have like a like a legit threat to drive and create uh, shots for others to get to the line literally at will. He has Jimmy Butler is a higher free throw rate than James Harden at this point in the season. But let me and tell you. Now they have like multiple special shooting threats around this threat, and like last yeah. year, it just it, everything was so mucked up. Like everything's changed so quickly. God, thank God that? that it's not JJ hoisting up Hassan on the floor in Detroit. Like, spare me. I'm so happy that all oh that is over God. with. Underrated how strong JJ was for picking Hassan up like that. It's a big man. He, man, Dion Hassan, JJ. They're the face of an era. Oh. We're going to tell our kids about that one day. No, we won't. No. We live through the Hassan right to get to greener pastures of Jimmy Butler. Somehow I'm going to figure out a way to frame it up so it's not Riley's fault. It's not. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's somebody else. My else's. column. Dion, <laughs> Dion bamboozled the, Dion bamboozled us all. Dude, Dion is, Dion is like Houdini on steroids. He tricked everyone. He tricked I mean, the league. That, I mean, just insane. Like, that is insane wizardry because they were so good. Like... Was it all just an illusion? It, dude, they went 30-11 and they were crushing every good team. Dion and JJ look like when we signed them at that contract, that value that they got at that time was like half of what they were playing at that, that season, like in the 30-11 when they were playing doubly as good as what they got paid for in that in that stretch. Like it was, it had to be an illusion. Like I'm not sure it actually happened. Just like, like I'm pretty sure D-Wade never actually left Miami. We all just got tricked. Do you remember we were talking ourselves into like Eastern Conference Finals and like the Celtics that nobody wanted to play us like that we uh, I think they beat the Cavs in Miami when like that year like they just completely undressed Cleveland at home by like twenty points and we were just like oh my god like, this is happening we beat the Warriors but it's time. another Wayne Ellington game it's another Wayne Ellington game <laughs> we were saying on yeah, the playoffs Wayne Wayne's gonna win you a playoff game he's gonna have one of those games. <laughs> 
precisely one. Gosh. We we didn't identify the poverty that we were. Yeah. <laughs> but we're back. We're back, baby. On the other and side. You know that 30-11 season, uh, that got them bam, right? Yeah. That sounds correct. That got them so. bam. That because they, they missed the playoffs by a game. Dion actually got hurt at the end of that season. So if Dion doesn't get hurt, and this year they missed the playoffs barely. Um just like the other year that they missed the playoffs and they ended up with justice. Yeah, right? They they like always miss it by like one or two games and they got Justice Bam and Tyler Hero, which is not bad. I want to talk be like a lesson about, in life. I want to talk about Justice a little bit. I'm glad that we brought him up. Because I think is anybody more in the tank for Justice than we are? Like Rohan of Sports Illustrated, he's in the tank for Dion. Like we all know that. And like we're in the tank for Justice, like as as a show. Um, no doubt. No doubt about it. And I'm I'm like a little worried about the confidence because we know he's good. Like we know he's a smart basketball player. Should probably get him back in that starting lineup. I think that I don't know if Spo's gonna do it because he's like really very rigid with what he does, but I think that that might be what he has to do. Like they gotta get his confidence back up because like the shot, like the misses are bad. The like, misses are like historically bad. Like players really that bad. have no feel for the game miss like that. And I hate to say that because like <laughs> I Justice, was shooting like that at media day. Like at like, the media game, that's how I was shooting. It, it, it's it's scary. Well, how many like, shots did you take that game? I, 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 I too many. I shouldn't have taken any. I thought you only took like one. I took I took two and I made my first one. I missed my second one. But Ryan my first a, one was, was a game a winner. Yes. You know the best part about the I media- hit that Tyler Hero shot. It was like the same corner. Oh yeah, I forgot. Right had a big time uh, yeah. clutch shot from, from uh, three. Yeah, well, we NBA did, uh, three. Well, we did nice. the media tournament. Uh, Alf would check himself in because he said we need toughness. <laughs> that, that's a UD move right there. No, Alf, Alf would get off the bench. He'd be like, Brian, get out. It was Alf funny because we Alf were like coming up with himself. we we were analyzing and scouting these teams that we were about to play and coming up with like our defensive schemes and like making sure we trapped on the corners and. That we we were watching how they defended our pick and rolls and and, and I feel like we just played like what do we do? Like, we just we passed around. We just swung it around from one end to one end. <laughs> we let That's Alex all we work. Did. We let Alex and Victor Prieto. And that shit sounds like ball movement to me. Oh my god! No, we we it was too we much ball break. movement. That was the problem. <laughs> you know what it was? It, it, the offense looked a lot like like uh, Jimmy Butler at the end of the game. Like it's just everything is just Jimmy high screen or roll. That was that was our Victor Prieto Alex. <laughs> just taking turns every possession. <laughs> to the people who don't know who Victor Prieto is, he was the guy that won the um, what was it, the All Star break, Papa shot, yeah, Papa shop contest where he had Shaq as his coach. Intern. <laughs> good times. He he's very good. He was yeah. your MVP. Yeah, he was good. He dove for every loose ball. I'm surprised it didn't like tear an ACL. <laughs> he left it all on the floor. That was that was so cultured. Floor burn. <laughs> I mean, Christian was Myers Leonard out there. He he can shoot the shit out of that ball. Oh, he was cold the last few games. Did he not want to shoot when he lost. got it open? I don't remember that. He he was Kendrick Nunn to start off, and then he like went straight cold. Yeah, we we also played in a court by the arena before we went to the tournament, yeah. <laughs> and he was lights <laughs> out, bro. I'm telling you, I was like, oh my god. All that yeah, synergy, Christian's man. very he just, good. He looked at I all that synergy number. Been, yeah, they should have been there, man. They could have coached us up. Uh, you need to coach Justice up, man, because like he needs to find he needs to find his form again. Because he is, I love that guy, and I just want him to like be successful. Yeah. See, but it's a situation where they're playing so well that like it, they can just practice patience, and 
like see what you have with justice eventually and you're not going to compromise 2021 so you just play it out so they had kind of have um like if they were losing games i feel like there'd be a lot more pressure on them to either make a move or figure something out that that balances the roster but for now they can just kind of play the waiting game i don't know i disagree oh because I think I said earlier in the season when we were before we started the podcast and we heard all those Chris Paul trade rumors that I felt like this was an audition for for Winslow to really take the reins as being the lead guard on the team because he really won that point guard spot. Obviously injuries have affected him lately, but No, I'm with you. I think I, the front I, office is looking at this as like I mean, if this is what he is in year four and we still don't know what we have, how much longer we're gonna keep this going as this team really seriously tries to contend. The thing is, I don't know what the actual alternative is at this point in time, right? Because yeah, we were all like I mean, slobbering over Beal, and I, I, I was slobbering over him when I was watching that Heat Wizards game. I think everybody in the arena was, but because he's not available for trade anymore, and he won't be until the summer, and and like, I would love Drew Holiday. He, I don't think he's available. Like, what's what's really the alternative here with Justice Kevin Love? I don't think that's going to happen either. No, it can't be any of these guys that are that are contracts. Exactly. So that's like, it's an audition, sure, but they're still going to need him. Like, yeah, who no, are you trading him for? Brian is right. It's totally an audition. It's just an audition that obviously they can have the whole full year. It's not a February trade deadline kind of situation. But I mean, obviously, it, I don't. It, I don't think he's playing himself yeah. into that third honestly, key cog role. Honestly, it really mirrors what happened last season with Jay Rich. What do you mean? They gave him as much as a shot to really be that lead scorer on the team and try to take over games at the end. Uh, Dwayne Wade was quoted in the beginning of the season saying, no, I'm not going to take the final shot. I want to give it to Jay Rich. And we saw what ended up happening. And that's what kind of pushed the heat not to make that trade last season, but they made the trade during the off season for Jimmy Butler. But I don't think justice has necessarily gotten like that type of shot yet though. I think like it's been very up and down between the injuries and stuff. He's been in and out of the starting lineup. Like we're all like, should we, should they just keep it the same because the starting lineup has been so good, the bench has been so good with Justice on it? I don't think Justice has gotten a consistent enough leash of starting point guard next to Jimmy and Bam. Like they, we haven't seen them work it out with them yet. And even then, like we saw him end the games with them against Brooklyn and Toronto. Like there's been some good signs, and uh, he's still been a positive player, even though he can't. He hasn't made any types of shots from anywhere on the floor. I think like he hasn't gotten the type of leash that Jay Rich had. Which is kind True. of a crazy thing to say. I, like, I never thought I would be saying that about Winslow and Jay Rich like four or five years ago when they drafted him. True, but I'll give you this. Riley's always looking for that improvement, whatever it may cost. And I the, think he, I, I, he... So what's, what's the line for the type of, uh, the type of guys that you're looking for? If you're honestly, make that if, if, if Chris Paul literally was just a, a contract that was one year ending sooner, he would be on the heat right now. He would be in a lot of places if that was the case, Brian. <laughs> It was a business negotiation yeah, I mean, that didn't work that, out, right? It was, that was the hang-up, though. I mean, if he would agree to waive that last year, he no would way be he in Miami. There's no way. Just spread it out under the table. Like, okay, I'm going to stop talking. I really want, man, like, I, I want them, uh, I want them to get, like, another wing. Like, Gallinari, I really like. That, that'd be cool. Yeah. Gallo would be amazing if they can somehow help Oklahoma City get under the luxury tax. Uh, <laughs> can we would, get Gallo and CP? The problem is, it's a hard cap, so that kind of makes it difficult for them to really help a team get under the tax, which is what Oklahoma City would want. Uh, I saw—I forgot who I was listening. Oh, I was listening to Brian Windhorst's podcast, and 
uh, Bogdanovich in Sacramento, playmaking shooter. That might be a guy that they might want to look at who's not really getting playing time, but he's good, you know, behind Darren and, and Buddy. That could be a guy to look at. But he's not a wing, end. though. And I know, but he'll I, help them. I don't really think that they're looking at trades like that. I think that they're until you see this team lose three in a row, four in a row, or have a, a 10 game stretch where they only get three of them, something like that. They're going to just continue to ride this and they're going to be patient. You're not going to see them make a move thinking that they need to upgrade. I think that it's way more viable. They give Derek Jones Jr. more minutes or they uh-huh. try to like recoup value with Dion and JJ in a different kind of way before they're going to add another piece and make a trade. I just don't see I, it. I really, I think that they're a wing scorer away from like this being like a very serious team to make the finals. If Josh was still on this team, would they be a finals contender? No. Like as is, but you add Josh. No. It gives you a better shot versus the top teams like on defense yeah. and you know just having another guy who can be on both ends of the floor but I don't I don't know that that makes you a finals contender. I don't trust him as a creator and as a scorer. As I, and I exactly. love Josh and all I do is tweet about how much I miss Josh and how I want Josh on this team cuz it doesn't feel right to have Josh not be here to enjoy this. Josh and Bosh, same thing. I think he's I think if he was on the team he would really stunt Hero's growth right now. So we're a Dwayne Wade away. Like a like a last year, Dwayne. One last dance, you, Dwayne. Wait away. You know, Leif, you're you're on the. Oh, Dion is gonna be. You're sick. teetering on the edge right there. <laughs> it's gonna be so bad. That's if he's on the team. I mean, he's already sick by eating all that popcorn in the sideline. No, hey, I w- I did some what research I on that. Say. That popcorn thing is a is a league wide thing. Steph Curry eats the popcorn in every arena. Oh yeah, he goes we broke into. that down. Hey, um, yeah, he had we, the fourth best popcorn in the, in the entire league. The heat popcorn is. Oh y'all already talked about that. Yeah, I missed yeah. it. Last show, last show with Kevin. Yeah, we broke they, down. I the, didn't get. My they bad. broke down the league. The, the best uh, the best popcorn in the league. I can confirm the heat popcorn is very good. They leave it out there in the media dining, and after the games when we record with Ethan and Alf, like, we we just straight up take them. And they're very hey, good. Sorry, y'all. I got to be honest. Ethan had a mean on, and I listened to that podcast. Yeah, you listened to a mean over Kevin. <laughs> Kevin from Bench Buckets. You listened to a mean <laughs> with over Kevin. Wow, dude, hurts. Sorry, I'm an honest. Bench soul. Buckets isn't even around anymore. Not. I don't know what to call him. I just can't call him Kevin from Twitter. Should I just do that? It's Kevin from. It's just friend. Kevin the Sixers intern. Isn't that what the? <laughs> isn't that what the promo says? Yeah, some dude named Kevin from Twitter. That's what he was before Ben's Buckets. And then Ben's Buckets makes him sound official. You know? I feel like the Sixers intro makes him more official. I mean, at the end of the day, we're just, a, we're just dudes from Twitter. I mean, That's crazy. It's like if one Alex, of us interned with the Celtics or something. Alex is, Alex is literally just a dude from Twitter. Yep. And now you're in the locker room. Alf had a heat he Twitter president. Uh, actually, the Heat account has tweeted at me and said that I'm hashtag Heat family. So I mean, you are Leif. I mean, you're you're above us. Wow, <laughs> conflict of interest. The media, you hate to see it. <laughs> I mean, Leif is legitimately a, a lifer. It wouldn't surprise me if like they're like executives that know who you are. Just like ah, oh, Leif, lifer, always propagating for us. Lafer. <laughs> right. That's Heat it. Lafer. <laughs> That's the Heat Lafer. Where it ends. <laughs>